Why? It doesn't need to start at the same place. Um, yeah, it, we're working on this uh, big, big, big... I guess you could just call it like the story of Graceland. Woody wants to call it the house. Which is cool because that's how we refer to the house. house Go yeah. to the house. You come over to the house. Like the, it's the I house. I like it. It has a nice ring to it. The house, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's the most, you know, one of the most popular houses in recovery mm. that there ever has been. Maybe if not the most. But that's sort of just because of the nature of this business and the anonymity of it. How is that? What do you mean? How does it feel to have that, how you categorize yourself in like less than two years? I mean, honestly, it feels great because it's helping people either want to get sober or just see sobriety differently. And I think drugs and alcohol and addiction is like, a huge issue it's like you know a lot of things stem from that Mm. so if i were to pick one like social issue to try to tackle it would be the addiction and alcoholism issue because i think so many other issues stem from that yeah i mean i am not sober but my perspective of you creating a place where you're taking lost souls and like them trying to work on themselves and be better human beings is only helping the world because then those people find themselves and then they can help other people and it's making the world better. Yeah. And I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah. Hey, I want to uh, welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast. We have a very special guest tonight, um, DDA, who's known yeah. Pat from high school yeah. a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But also, we've had him on like a few times. Yeah, it's been a while. Back when we did the podcast at, at my the house. house. Yeah. But at, yeah, haven't done it here. At the other house. Yeah, the other house. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he's fucking, you know, had a child and had a relationship and, you know, been through a lot since we've last talked to him on the podcast. Um, I don't know if you've been to the jungle since that last podcast, but the jungle. Mm, yeah, I'm going on November fifth. Oh, oh, okay. That's always like a really interesting thing. There's a lot of things like I'm doing, but I guess we could talk about like what I've been up to since I saw you last. You know? Yeah. Well, it's a sweet tattoo. Is that this one? New? Yeah. Yeah, this is brand new. This is from uh, uh, Mayan tattoo artist named Carmen. And she came up here and did a couple tattoos on did me. Did you have a design or did she do that? Freehand. And she came up with the design too? Came up with the whole thing. And you just said, go for this it. This is huh? it. Yeah, this is that's how she tattoos. And she did oh. my whole leg the same exact oh, wow. way. She just, that's that's how she, that's like what she does. So I got to like trust the artist on that. Yeah. She did like a little scribble of a highlighter and then. You never know. You know, you're like, it looks all right, but it's not the finished tattoo. You don't right. know what it's going to look like when it's like a red highlighter or something. But yeah, I'm kind of, that's how I put faith, <laughs> put faith in my tattoo artist like that a lot. I did that with uh, my arm. I've done that with a lot of my tattoos is like, I have a general concept, but then like leave it up to the artist to do what they do. Cause I feel 
when it comes to any art, if you put an artist in a box and you tell them what to do, it won't be what it could have been if you let an artist let just go free. Go yeah. free. My clients do that a lot. I just wish they'd let me go free. Fuck yeah, plant artist. Yeah. I mean, just with the design and what, what's what and what would look right, but, you know, it's their house. Yeah. Yeah, <sighs> yeah that's tricky. You have to find an artist that has a similar style. Yeah. Because I've had artists that, good, really good artists, give me tattoos that have a completely different style from me. And Mm. that was a mistake. Mm. Like Cecil Porter. Mm. He's like this really, really good, like, color, hyper-realism, like... He's kind of like a corny dude, mm-hmm. honestly, but he's really good at like what he does, mm-hmm. which is not what I would ever want. But do you have his tattoo? Yeah, it's it's this all all these guys, you know. Oh, and like he's, sick. Yeah, but they're overly shaded, and and then I had him do that, which is this is not like what he does. So I don't know. I just had him mm. just copy. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, no, I've had you know personally boundaries put on me too, and I learned from them. Mm-hmm. So, so like Veronica has a very different style. Yeah, she she yeah. definitely Billy, introduced me to a simplicity type style, which is dope. Which is now really trendy too. So. Yeah. So so Billy's style doesn't necessarily mesh with some of the clients that he has. That's the problem with mixing commerce and art. Yeah, getting paid because now to you do have your to. Art. Yeah, now you have to kind of. Well, they call it the bend. Really? Yeah, like you have to bend, like you bend a little bit because, mm. like, you have a true art of what you like to do. But we live in a real fucking world, and like, if you're in any type of artist and you want to make money, you have to somehow take that true art and try to make it to a place where other people want it. And sometimes you have to do things on, on like that some, that maybe your heart that you don't want to do. And you're kind of bending a little bit from your true thing. There's all kinds of bending. There's financial bending, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, but there's, there's gotta be some that you just like can do your thing on. Oh yeah. So it's like those are the best. Yeah, my friend has this tattoo. It's like one for the real and one for the meal, and Hmm. it's like you got those balances of one the real Mm. things that really fulfill you, and then you got those fucking meal clients that you're like, ugh, whatever. I'll put 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 a fiddle tree in your fucking corner, and you look back, and you look back, and you're, and then sometimes you're like you actually appreciate the meal more mm-hmm. than what you've been doing. And you're like, yeah, so it's just perception, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts, Pat? Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I can't do the meal anymore. Yeah, I know. I That's why I want to ask. I, I, I will not. I won't do it. I won't even talk to these people. Mm. I just want to just once they're in the house, cool. Mm-hmm. We're making. I'm in there. I'm making. I'm making content mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Interesting. Is that is that how it came to like what Rich Production is today? No, 
Well, no, we fucking worked for the biggest cocksuckers no, no, in the world. No, no, for fucking. sure. But you, but it's still a company. Yeah. So Tim's. Yeah, yeah, but it, you still are. You're <laughs> only doing for you the real. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm in there listening to Tim, and they're doing this song, and they're they're we're gonna do some video, but it's like, if I'm gonna be doing it, then it's gonna be I want to I want to do what I want to do, but I'm not really trying to even do a video for someone else anymore. Unless it's something I like. Yeah. I mean, we could do a music video for, for this house and it would be, you know. Because you have the platform. Yeah, I mean, there would but be. But it took you so long to build the platform. <laughs> yeah, there would. Yeah. No, it took a lot of, like, uh, meals, you know, working for fucking people that suck. Like, Aaron sucks to work for, straight up. <laughs> he just and I'll tell him to write to his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's part of why he's so successful. Like, right on, good for good for Aaron. But like, working for him, like doing videos, he doesn't. He knows exactly what he wants, and if it's not what you like, he doesn't give a fuck because you're working for him and he's paying you. So it's like, and that's the way a lot of these people are. And it's just like, if you're a real artist, that's that hurts. That like takes soul points away from you. But how can we? F- find happiness in the things that we don't like to do yeah well yeah that's humility that's like the real because we have to do shit we don't like to do all the time in our life we can't just only be like i'm only gonna do what i like to do the world doesn't happen like doesn't world like doesn't work like that sometimes you're gonna go into life and shitty things are gonna fucking happen to you yeah and you can't be like well I'm not going to engage in this situation because this is not what I like to do. It's like, no, I have to fucking learn to like sit in these shitty situations and like, what the fuck am I going to learn here? That's kind of all I do. I mean, once this physical shit happens yeah. and stuff, I mean, I just have to, well, this is life now. Yeah. Let's make the best of it. Um Maybe I'll get lucky and die tomorrow, but today I have to deal with whoa, it. Whoa, why? I'm not going to be lucky to die tomorrow. We'll or, see, but it yeah. might happen. It could happen. I'm like dying. I need like something to eat. Do they have like a little, they have like leftover burgers up there, right? Probably you want a burger. That, I'm going out. Can't make him a burger, please. You want to make yourself one? And me one? What? Yeah. That would be really amazing, brother. What what were you saying? What where, where are you going? I don't know. I'm gonna look up something that's open. You want me to text you? Yeah. Um I don't know, I was kind of before we started we were talking a little bit about his kid and stuff and I thought that was really cool because uh, just remind partly reminds me of my mm-hmm. baby, but it's not a baby anymore. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I mean, I think that's so cool. And um, just hearing about her crawl and how fast they can crawl. Yeah. It's, like, you'd be amazed and stuff. It's it's changed. You can't see DJ's face because the mic's blocking his face. You can just keep going. Oh, it's, it, changed. it's changed my life. Um, I think it's for sure going to be one of the the biggest thing that's ever changed my life. Not only from her, 
like coming into this world but like what is happening since then and like the work i will really have to do on myself in this life to make sure i raise a human that's gonna like not live through my perfect child traumas Mm. and like before it's like very very cool to talk about like oh i'm working on myself oh i'm like doing self-work or whatever but like i could like really be a piece of shit you know what i mean and like yeah we're just working on ourselves but like now that i have a child it's been insanely confronting to work on the things that i'm not proud of or the things i discover about myself that i have to bring up to the surface and really fucking deal with it and then me and marigold's mother aren't together and so bringing up that whole entire triggers in my body triggers in my life why did that relationship break up all while trying to have compassion knowing i have to raise a child with this person forever and find love and understanding when two people are so completely in disagreement with what happened and showing up for Marigold at, at that time. It's crazy. And it's like all the shit before this was like child's play because right. I didn't have, I could just leave. I could just leave. I could break up with a girl. I could just walk away. And like now oh. there's no walking away. Yeah. now it's like all i'm doing is like you're maybe you are a piece of shit here 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 and here and i have to look at what those things actually are and not from like a egoic perspective of like oh i feel good that i worked on myself but like right. hammer it for the rest of my life and it's got to be for real because you could it's be for real self-congratulating before not know really know if you were or weren't i hear you man yeah can I ask, uh, do you think you know what it is, what the grievances are with her mother? With yeah, you? I mean, I, I could like, like honestly, I could, truly though, I could start scratching the fucking surface. So Has she told you. Straight oh yeah, up? yeah. We had tons of long conversations, and like Chanel is someone who will sit and have the lengthiest conversations in depth and try to have communication on it, but. I could like we could talk about the grievance of what happened in the relationship or we can get down to like what caused the actual grievance period. I'm just you curious know, as a human if you've being. got to hone down to like okay I, I act this way or I do this cuz No, I- yeah. No, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, "Oh, why are you so avoidant? Why do you shut down? Why can you why are you so condescending?" why do you not why did you bend in the first place why weren't you completely honest with yourself why do you have this thing where you have to have someone like you no matter what and this insane amount of validation needed even if you're not safe or you're not feeling like it that's the problem is not being authentic in myself and that's what led to not showing up for Chanel when she just had a child or shutting the fucking down or being cold and like all these things added to her, which she is very anxious, right? So if I'm avoidant and she's anxious, the more I become closed off, the more I become avoidant, the more anxious she felt. 
So it's just it's a nonstop cycle. And then she has her way where she expresses her feelings. And then I shut down. And I shut down because how I was raised. My dad was very verbally and physically abusive. And he screamed very, very loudly. And when you start screaming at me, I'll shut down completely. Well, yeah. And like, but that, and then that's where we ended up. And like, then resentments, right? So my thing is like, mm. why couldn't I just be like, I don't fucking, I don't feel fucking safe. Why, why am I not allowed to just like be in a space where I could tell someone exactly how I feel and be okay with them not liking it? Yeah, you can't. But that, I found so that, that you can't, you that's my it. fucking issue. <laughs> and so like, that's a big issue for me in period is validation and then be and then because look i get stuck in this place where i'm resentment because instead of me speaking up about something i hold in the resentment i'd be like everything's all good it's all good don't worry about it i want to be the fucking good guy Mm -hmm. and then i'm just a resentful dude who's not authentically a good guy because i'm holding the resentment about not being heard or not being safe or not Mm -hmm. feeling loved or fuck you made me feel like shit here whatever instead of I have to get to the point in my life where showing emotion and being vulnerable is not weak. And I have a feeling in me for a lot of the time that being emotional or showing feelings or lowering shit that bothered me is a weakness. I was raised like that. It's and- interesting because you don't come off like that. You come off like somebody who's willing to talk about feelings and things I- like I that. I am, but I'm still a piece of shit. Like, just because I could open up about (laughs) feelings doesn't mean my triggers or my trauma or how my defense mechanism come up are cured. Well, you're on the right podcast, brother. Like, they're not cured overnight. I can't just be like, like, I don't just become a good person because I'm aware of my things. I have to keep working on them and keep working on them. And then the ego comes up and like, I'll notice shit about me that I was in pure denial for for probably seven years and be like, wait, you are like if I could get into a point where I'm like, okay, let's be open. Let's be honest. Let's be humble. And like, let's not be defensive. Well, I think you need to start with like, you're not a piece of shit. Yeah. You're being real hard on yourself. No, no, no. But but, (laughs) I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying like we all have things. We all all can be. We all can be at times, like, I guess you could say pieces of shit. But yeah, like, when I say a piece of shit, it's just like... there's been, You've done things that you're not proud of. And for sure. Said things. And for yeah. sure. I think we all, we all have. But if yeah. I ignore that those things ever came out or ever existed... Then we have a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, but 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 it's funny how it's funny that he said I'm a piece of shit because it's we all do that. Like we all that's the problem is we make ourselves all bad. Mm. And when we're not all bad, we're all good. Mm. And and the trick is to be able to find out where we're not good and have someone say it to us mm-hmm. and hear it and not be like shattered. Yeah. Because when Veronica tells me that I'm a lot, I'm yeah. shattered. Yeah. I'm literally like a piece of glass and I break. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm like, you don't love me anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, and it's like, no, that's wait, not what I said. Yeah. Even, even still now? like, Bro, last night she was like, 
it's just a lot. Like yeah. your 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 depression is yeah. like it's like a lot for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh okay, well, what about me? Yeah. I'm the one that's depressed, and now you're making it worse because you're saying that I'm a burden on you too. I wish I could do something about it, or ch- I mean, that's not quite how it went because I am growing and getting better about it. But like, I just sort of was like, I like check. Let me check it out. Like, okay, so what can I do? Can we like talk about like specifically where I could have showed up where I didn't? Like, mm-hmm. can we get into it? Like, yeah, like I I I'm I'm showing up for the for the bills and I'm 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 not really like getting on your case about stuff. Um, like what's uh you know I, I, what, what 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 can we get more specific and like can I be open to hearing? what's really up well that's a shitty thing because it is a lot but you're depressed yeah so what are you gonna do about it do you ever ask her like hey uh, uh, oh i'm sorry it might be a lot yeah it might be a lot for her like can we talk about like what's what's overwhelming for her does she feel alone does she feel she just didn't know she doesn't always know what to do or say she doesn't always Mm -hmm. know how to and i told her look the best thing you can do is recognize that this is serious because there's been a lot of times before where she didn't even consider she was just like oh like you're fine don't be a pussy right Mm -hmm. like she's gnarly you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but now she's like actually considering that like this is something real i need medication for it like Mm -hmm. i'm 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 you know not a superhuman but like the getting, I don't want, we don't, we should, we don't need to get into all my shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that like my initial reaction is like extreme. Mm-hmm. Like what you just said, mm-hmm. like I'm a piece of shit. Like you, that wasn't like a, that there's like a subconscious thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there was some meaning behind that. And, and yeah. Like, I don't think I'm a hundred percent a piece of shit. But, like, I need to start calling out things in my life and start looking at the things in my life that, yes, I use the word piece of shit because, for me, that's what cuts through to me. And to me, that's what makes me look at something. And to me, that's what makes me magnify something in me, right? Mm Because, like, I'm clever. I'm clever with myself. I'm clever. I can manipulate myself. (laughs) Fuck yeah. yeah. I could trick myself. I could do all these things i could talk about and then i could be around people that feed oh what do you mean you're so great 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 like great but like my brain that allows me to like open the heart up for like humility and like i need to start looking at that and like when i say a piece of shit it's like yes things i'm not proud of or how my traumas or my triggers or my defense mechanisms have affected my life and other people's lives and like, if I can't get to a place to start looking at that stuff, what am I doing? I'm just living a selfish life where, cool, I could just trick a bunch of people on a surface level to like me. Or can I like finally, maybe for the first time, maybe in my life, like open up as a human being to maybe have like some type of depth and real of like a full raw version of myself. Yeah, I think that's the life journey, right? But I need to I need to look at that, Billy, cuz it's like <laughs> if I don't look at it, I'm like having I'm just going to have more surface 
yeah yeah things i'm not well me too for our whole life dude like i'm just gonna have surface conversations and surface things and like ignore that stuff and like the reason i want to do this podcast is because like it's important to talk about that stuff it's important to look at that stuff and like i don't want i think you're always gonna do it i think your journey is like you're never gonna stop well like you said a little while ago it's like it's in kind of an everyday thing. Every day. Yeah. It's it's like, it's every day because your ego builds every day. It gets smarter. It, start, it starts knowing you. It starts manipulating. And if you don't just keep doing the work on yourself to find humi- humility, to find surrender, acceptance, and love, period. Those three things. If I, if I just remember every day, live with surrender, acceptance, and love, that's it. I could go there and I could go there as deep as I possibly can because I could surrender to the ego. I could surrender to mom- every moment so I have no expectation and I can ha- fully accept it that I know this is God and this is the universe. And when I open up those two channels, the only thing you have is love. The only thing I can live with is love if I have acceptance and surrender and you open your arms and that's the real shit because any feeling or emotion or thought process behind that i'm personally dead in the water i'll trick myself i'll trick it if i don't go a hundred percent acceptance and humility and surrender and love i'll I, there'll be a gray area that i'll start tricking myself well i'll tell you how extreme it is for me i've got to the point recently where i have to say to god whether you believe in god or not whatever but yeah for the people, higher what power people in aa the reason they need a higher power is because they need something outside of themselves because mm-hmm. themselves is the problem. Yeah. So I, I say, I'm living for you, God. Yeah. Now what do you want me to do? Yeah. Because yeah. if it's for me, which it always is until I say that and remember that, yeah. it's about me getting something, some pleasure, some money, some situation, and it's just, it's just hell. I can't even tolerate it. Yeah. So I have to live for God. In the day that I'm in, and it really switches things around. Fuck. Um, it's just not about me. So it's not about the dating site. It's not about how much money I make. Mm-hmm. What it is about, like, love. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can be present with my daughter like I was today yeah. and take her swimming and mm-hmm. really be there and tell her mother nice things. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah, the mother of your child. Even though she never responds or Doesn't there's matter. no response. And, um, but it has to also come from the heart. I, I had like the quickest forgiveness with her. It was really mm. strange. I think it must be growth because I could still be hating her. Mm-hmm. But I, I forgave like that. Yeah, what's the, what, what's the point? There's no point. What's, just the, what's the point of like hating the mother of my child? who's going to like raise my child and I have a daughter and my like to be that womanly figure. Like what's the point? Well, of me it's very common. Shit? I see people who are in divorces and I they're battling it. 10 years Look, later. I get they it. hate each other. There's all I this money it. spent. I get it. But sometimes like what I'm learning right now is like, you have to just look at like, how is that person as a parent? And, like, that's the mother of my child. And, like, to respect them and love them and, like, try your best to, like, put aside your differences and, like, 
try your best. I'm not saying it's like you're 100% all the time, but if you could just try your best, that's going to be what's best for the child. You know what I mean? And if that is so much better for your mindset and your body than like hate, because it's that thing. If you have hatred in your heart, one place, it comes up, it'll come up everywhere. Yeah. It spoils the whole thing. It's like, what was, I remember that comes up a lot. It's like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. I don't, fully believe that notion into a point but i do understand it from psychological or spiritual aspects right like if i have jealousy or judgment here that will pop up its head everywhere i like that i think i would see everything that way yeah whether i want to admit it or not because like you say self's really tricky so tricky and like i find myself sometimes talking to my own ego defense mechanisms Mm -hmm. and being like oh instead be like oh is that me Oh no! It, it's not. It's not. It, it doesn't like my 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 intellect will be like no. It doesn't really matter in like this portion of your life. You know mm-hmm. what I like? It, mm-hmm. You'll start doing that where it's like if I'm like oh yeah I should try to my best at every single avenue in my life to live like that and yeah. is it fucking hard? Yeah, but that's what we're on this planet to do. And so like I'm in a very point in my process at the moment of calling the things out i have to because it's like i have a child like i said i have a child calling them out like starting to really look at those things and start calling them out and like really starting to change patterns and change processes in your mind because yes as you do one thing you do everything so instead of my mind just trying to manipulate that to think those aren't the problems to really be honest and real with myself and start trying to call those things out where do i get defensive where's my trigger on that where do i dismiss people where do i close off people where do i don't like completely close off people because i don't want to feel anything judgment selfishness uh dishonest period like being dishonest when you meet someone so they you you like because you want them to like you but it's like you need to be your full authentic self like there's so many areas in my life i could look at that like yeah hefty amount of those things started when i was a child when i was young but like when am i gonna start really working on those things now and yeah now yeah like i just called them out and i'm calling them out more and more and how, it's really important. How long before our Marigold, mm-hmm. how long did you guys get along? Chanel? Yeah, you and Chanel. I mean, when did it go bad? Just curious. I mean, we always had our differences. Oh, from the beginning. Yeah, we had good times and then we had differences. And our differences were pretty substantial. And obviously when she had a child i was a first-time dad she's a first-time mom so our differences became canyon size cracks became canyons and then i was trying to figure out how to fucking show up and then try to show up for her who just went through pregnancy who has pre like just like going through postpartum and like going through whole thing and she's trying to figure out to be a mother and then me trying to figure out to be a father and have compassion and not have resentments towards her about the past things because postpartum is 
it's real and it affected Chanel badly. And sometimes she didn't show up in the fucking best way. And my resentments were fucking nailed. So my, my resentments were nailed. And like my me of like, don't talk to me like that or don't do this. I couldn't, I couldn't separate it. You know what I mean? I did the exi- really the same thing. I guess you would call it kind of avoidant and this yeah. and that. I think for one, you just, like you said, I've, I'm having a kid. Like it's, yeah. it's surreal almost. Like, yeah. What's going on here? It <laughs> was just, it was, it's like, it's so hard, you know? And I think do I, I could like foundation really important. Did we have the foundation, you know, uh, from like, I, I don't think so. And like, I really wish, I mean, I don't wish anything because we, we have our child. We are where we are, but like, yeah, I could look at, I think it's important to start looking at those things, not to change the past, but to, to not repeat the future. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I'm at, you know, at this moment. And I think it's like, look, some people might say it's like the hardest time. And I always like, I'm always going to be the person and be like, it's the best time. Right now? Like, well, yeah. Cause when my life is like pretty, feels pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. That's always when I go internal. It's mm. always when I look within. It's always when I'm going to oh. fucking do the work. It's always, you're never going to catch me when my life is crushing, really going internal. Yeah, that's so true. That's I'm always true. like, what do you mean? Life is fucking sick. I'm obviously doing it. Right. But when life starts going a little sh- pear shaped and a little shitty, that's when I'm like, okay, I need to go to the jungle. I need to do this. I need to, like, what the fuck? You're obviously not. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. That's kind of positive way to look at it. Yeah. I don't I have that's a good perspective, I think. It's it's the only it's the only time I learn. It's a time of growth. It's the only time of growth and then it's like happiness is not even happy without these times anyways, if you really look that's at the true. duality of our fucking life. If we're happy all the time, we have no concept of what happiness is. Right. So like that stuff is just part of it. And, and can I show up in both? Can I show up authentic in both? Can I show up and do the work in both? Obviously, like you guys, that's why I think it's so, I think AA is so incredible. And I think like the work that you guys have done to be sober is so incredible because it's a day in and day out. It'd be kind of cool if you could do an inventory. Dude, Cause, uh, great. Yeah, and then when you do the fifth step and you get the feedback from the other person if they offer it, sometimes mm. it's so simple. I think I just did that recently mm. with my baby mama. Yeah. And basically she didn't feel appreciated. Simple mm. as that. She just didn't feel appreciated. I mean, she she did a lot, but yeah. I didn't see it. I, and I looked at yeah. it I think I really didn't see because I worked my ass off too. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm making the money and all this, but. And I, and it's true. I didn't appreciate it. I mean, can I just like call the elephant in the room? Because I've heard it twice. I've heard it from you and I've heard it from you. Mm-hmm. We've always said, and I've said it, our values. Like, what do you mean? I pay for shit. You've said it yeah. with Veronica and you said it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on and rec- It's not enough. No. Paying the bills and paying for the house and doing that stuff. It's not enough. And I was raised in a family 
that my dad did that stuff and that was that was it you fucking you're 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 providing a family you're, it's not enough and i went into that ma- mindset with my last two relationships and it's not a fucking enough it's probably the least meaningful it's the least it's meaningful thing like like yeah. i would be like there would be like will you pay for that fucking house or you pay for food doesn't mean you could just not be here present right. even when you're here you're on your fucking phone or you're whatever and it's like okay i pay for things it still doesn't make me a good person and like i have to call that one out just because like that's a thing it's yeah. like because i provide this or because i have a good job or because i pay for everything and all this that like i'm off the hook with being a mo- like yeah but it wasn't just my that level. i mean i was trying to be you know, I did take care of the baby and all of that course, stuff, and, yeah. and that too. But you're you're right, yeah. We we just like my. I'm just like my brain goes to that too, and I have to start looking like like when I'm like chilling with my daughter right now, and I'm connecting with her. Do you think she gives a fuck if I paid for the formula? No. no, she's just and like she's who's, not going to give a fuck. No, ever. Like that's why I'm like I'm just going to roll around and crawl with her and, and climb and fucking crawl and like yeah, be present yeah. and be fun and like and now I'm being like oh why do I find that so important with my daughter but like not my fucking relationship. Well, one thing I know is I just didn't know how to. I had no. I didn't either. Example. I just it completely. I'm learning now. I, yeah, I'm st- I'm still like I'm learning. Like there's no fucking way. Like I if I think about relationship or think about that, I'm like, dude, I am such a work in progress. Like I don't like you know what I mean. And that's where I'm like, oh, I need to start cleaning up my things and start looking within and start cleaning up that stuff. So I don't. So I try to add some goodness you know what i mean and not live out the patterns over and over because what happens to a lot of men is they just find someone who's a little broken and will accept the pattern and you have someone that never worked out their pattern and then you have a person who's in a relation with them that might be codependent and be cool with that pattern well that's not just men the women do that that's what i'm saying both you know what i mean so if like there's two options. It's not like I could just not clean up my shit and I could probably have relationship with someone that's like, oh, he's just like that. Cool. And no one's doing any work. Yeah. But the problem is you, once you become aware. I'm fucked. Yeah. 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 yeah is, that's what's happened. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you all right over there? No, I'm just like, you know this is like what we talk about here and this is like what we're doing here and you're saying it all and you know we're we we've been trying to do it and just feel like you know um today's actually i feel like right now is like i feel a little better great. than i have in a while that's great yeah and i'm like hearing what what's being sp- talked about and um, I'm just thinking about like how much pain I've been in recently. Yeah. And it's like, I'm grow. I must be growing. Fuck yeah. That's what I was thinking. I, I, yeah. And then, and then I look back on like these posts I did like two years ago and I'm like, I cringe <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
that person needs to be like punched in the face by life. Mm. Mm. That was only two years ago. And I've literally been punched in the face yeah. by life. Mm. Growth isn't linear, man. Growth doesn't feel linear. But like that that like exciting, like polarizing like mm. person is like yeah. was attractive and helped me like build some shit. Mm. But now it's like I don't I don't know. I'm just I, I'm hoping that this can be like a moment of clarity, but like the looking inwardly and the doing the work and realizing that stuff is so good and so important. And I'm just trying to like figure out like where, where I'm at. So it's not always like stuff that you can like see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have this thing that's in like plaguing my brain about that. And it's like made me sit on it is like, I say it to myself, right? It's sorry without action is just manipulation, right? So like if I say sorry to myself that I know I have all these traumas or these things that I've do in my life and I take no action on it, I'm literally just manipulating myself. And I'm manipulating it and I'm just going on and living the same exact fucking patterns and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I have this or I have this. But if I'm not doing anything to work it out, I'm wasting, I'm just fucking living a fake life. So it's like, that's the little things in me. It's like, yeah, I could call out things about me, but if I like don't do the work or act on it or like start seeing it, I'm just like you said. Once you see behind the veil, it's like you can't just shut it off. Yeah, you know? this is interesting because what he just said, I'm wondering because like in the subconscious mind, there's probably way more going on than the conscious yes. mind, right? So I'm wondering if you just sit through the pain, the depression, mm-hmm. if it's working itself out in the subconscious where we're not mm-hmm. aware of it. Yeah. Like self can't reveal self to yeah, self. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're saying like, is it, are we getting better? Yeah. Like it's a time of growth because in not here, but back here it's, it's working and you're Mm. like very little things like just you looking at yourself two years ago. Yeah. Like maybe working itself out somehow back here being like, well, but then there's also times where I'm just depressed and I feel like shitty and I look at a post I made a year ago about being grateful, and I'm like, uh, like I can't connect to that right now. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I'm fucked up, mm-hmm. or I don't feel strong enough to post me and Veronica fighting. Mm-hmm. But that still was really good, and it helped. I was just looking at some of these messages. It's fucking insane, dude. That that actually helps a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I de- I mean, there are definitely moments where I was just like fucking low, like high off of like mm-hmm. the clout and just like being a fucking tool, mm-hmm. like running around the house, like yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, we all, we all have that, you know, you know. In in one, it just comes out in different ways, I guess. But like when you're depressed, do you just like fight it? I don't know what. Like, what do you mean? Do you fight the feeling of being depressed when you're depressed? Like, I, I want to like understand. I don't even when know you how get I would fight, How would I fight it? 
the feeling yeah of whatever's making you depressed like do you ever do you allow yourself to be depressed how, but how would i like i wish i could not allow myself to be depressed mm. how would i do that yeah Can you help me how I do got, i fight it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. My thing is like we're, we're talking about like sitting in whatever is making you. I don't sad. have any other option. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem with being sober. Yeah, yeah. Is like I try mm-hmm. to sleep because mm-hmm. the sleeping helps. I don't feel it. I, yeah, I, I yeah. try to watch video game. Like when I'm watching that show, Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel it for just a moment. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I got it. For just a moment, I'm like in this other yeah. or star Wars, like i you know if it's a really good compelling show i can escape it when i'm at dinner i love going to dinner i love going to mm. eat with my friends because yeah, when you yeah. sit down and you're with them and it's you're a eating, thing yeah you're like distracted you're not alone you know you're going to be eating eating makes me feel a little bit better so yeah like i'm always looking for those distractions things that will make me feel better yeah for me if i run or go to the gym it doesn't seem like it helps a lot, but it helps a lot. But what you're saying is like, do you just sit and like actually like look at the feeling yes. and be like, what's going on yes. here? And, and that is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. I don't really know what, I don't really see anything. But have, have there's ha- nothing clear. Ha- yes, ha- I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was saying how long, have you sat still mm. without trying to find the thing to make yourself feel mm. better? That's like meditation. Meditation, or yeah, or yeah, sitting with it. Because yeah. you're like a, such a clever dude, and you're such an aware dude. And like me knowing you forever, you do so many things at once, right? You're fucking the house, the fucking TikTok, the whole thing. Like that's just your brain, your creative fucking mind. But I was just thinking like, how long has you be like sat just to like look at like okay I'm gonna sit and look at my depression, yeah. not try to not just try to like feel but just to look at it. I mean that's honestly that that could be like a profound, like that could be like a really big like helpful thing for me to try to do maybe. Just sit. Well, because I, I I'll sit, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm turning the TV on. Mm-mm. No, or I'm pacing, or or I'm even like maybe reading something. Um, yo, that's kind of crazy because I feel like that's what my therapist has been saying for so long, or I feel like that's mm. kind of what you know. I'll go outside and and I'll get some sun. I guess you're supposed to get like direct, yeah, vitamin D. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to get like direct sunlight. So I'll get take off my shirt and just sit there. But it's like painful. Mm. Yeah, I distract myself constantly too. Mm. I, I I'll go on. I've gone on walks. Yeah. Without my phone. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Really. And how's that? Amazing. <laughs> how's that? Yeah. I mean, I did it. I did it the other day. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm. It, it is. I, I'm walking, and I'm kind of just thinking about my life and. I mean, I'm really just trying to get in touch with this idea that I'm not enough. Yeah, yeah. And that I don't, yeah. I don't deserve love, and mm. that I've been abandoned by Rudy, mm. Wickham, Michaelis, mm-hmm. Mikey, 
very, all very important people to me mm-hmm. just in the last year. Yeah. yeah. He, those are like super mm-hmm. important people that have just completely turned their back on me. Mm-hmm. And one of them stabbed me right in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've just come to the conclusion with my therapist that that's a big part of why I'm depressed. Cause mm-hmm. I never fully mourned the loss of these mm-hmm. people. And mm-hmm. I never fully, I mean, who's betrayed you recently? I mean, and abandoned you. <sighs> Cause I got like a list, bro. Yeah, I don't. It's like, and, and for someone like me who, who, who already has issues surrounding that because of the divorce and, and, and that stuff, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of having somewhat of an epiphany, which it's fucked up how long it takes to come to this conclusion. Yeah. And that's not counting like all the people that like left the house. Mm-hmm. So those like, I, that's <laughs> a lot. Be, you might be mourning loss. For yeah. You might people. be well, mourning no, loss. The, no, the problem is, is that I never mourned the loss. So now I'm depressed. Mm. Well, no, you're mourning it. That's why you're depressed. Oh. Eventually, you're going to have to mourn. Well, I, I didn't mourn the breakup for two years. You know how I said I was crying for two or three months? Right. Not that long ago. I think I finally, for whatever reason, two years later, yeah. Good for started you. mourning it. Yeah. I didn't intentionally. It just happened. Yeah. No, but like... Defense mechanisms. But like, good yeah, for I you. Compartmentalizing. Or shock. It's like, what? You just don't even... Dude, I, talk, I talk about this all the time. I am a master compartmentalizer. Yeah. I could watch someone, something insane happen to me, and I could just flip a switch, and it won't affect me. Yeah, my parents died. Like, my, 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 like my breakups... Okay, cool. Like I've seen you. It just yeah, I've it's seen it, you. it's a switch. It's compartmentalizing, right? It's like yeah, my biggest I, defense mechanism as a human being, and is like my biggest. It's like the worst. It's the trait in me. I need to change completely. I, I, theoretically, I'm just closing my heart. But I feel like there's something there that some sort of similar parallel uh, characteristic that allows you to be so disciplined also possible. Like the compartmentalizing yeah, like yeah. what foods you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yes. Like I'm not. Yes. No. Yes. There's two. So like, and like that working same out, brain. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to work. Like he's so disciplined with certain shit. So it's like the same brain or something. So yeah. it, on one hand, it could be a good thing. And, and for me, like, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Like, I can't compartmentalize shit. Mm-hmm. If I did, it was an accident. Yeah, like, yeah, I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to feel yeah. shit, and I want to address issues and work them out. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I, I have some discipline, but, like, I still eat bad, and I still sleep too late, and, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't want to work out, and um Compartmentalizing almost makes you look like a psychopath, right? Because I, I think I do that too. Um, but eventually, it catches up with you. But it caught it caught it caught up. You know, I'm tired. Like it caught up. Okay, I'm but just like, exhausted. I'm exhausted of like that's compartmentalizing things. Right? Is just like the same exact thing is like why I'm not authentic and why I need the validation. And like, like, it's just like, that's how I dealt with my father. 
like that's just the whole my whole life how I, like shut up if someone's screaming at you telling you're a fucking loser you're a piece of shit fucking hitting you at you that's my dad so there's really? no there's nowhere else i could run to right screaming so at you, huh? dude my dad got kicked out of fucking school for calling me a fucking piece of shit because i missed a free throw in basketball and when Whoa. i was eight years old he got kicked out of the gym so like my thing is like this is my dad so then you have my mom being like dad had a long day at work and then the, so i'm like okay this is my dad i have nowhere to go how do i just shut off when someone's screaming at you and then how do you not believe it so then i start being like okay shut off compartmentalize and then let's let's build a super ego that Your even if he doesn't believe it i can create yeah multiple times and then you just called yourself a piece of shit like three or four times Poss- I mean, yeah i mean I like know, there's there's but- things like that but my thing is like that's what built that a lot of those things is what built great things about myself and horrendous things about myself because i could go through pretty hard things in life and i won't quit like the like the the disease line yeah disease. the disease or like i just i won't quit on shit right because i'm just like i know how to build the super shell you know hmm, what I mean? like that too. You and like quit. I could build the super shell of like, okay, I'm not going to think about what bad things could happen here. I could just build the super shell of like, this is going to fucking work. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick at this, right? And I built all those shells from being a fucking kid like that. You know what I mean? And like I've had to look at my dad and like look at this whole situation and start realizing like, oh, this was the first male person in my life that i learned life from and my mom is the first female and this is the first relationship how much of this did i just think was normal in my life and then bring that across multiple layers in my life yeah you know i did something not that long ago through like the work in aa and all this and i was always like saying Mm. where like my parents were fucked up right and Mm -hmm. i've had everything happen to me as a kid all the bad shit well I wasn't beaten by with frying pans or anything Mm. like that, but you know, all the other things. And then I turned it around and it was so profound. Wait, what are the cool things I learned from my parents? Yeah. Yeah. And I started to see like, wow, my mom was a really unique person. Yeah. And I have certain appreciations that make life worth living. Now what I probably got from her. Yeah. And things like that. And I don't know, even with my uncle and stuff, these people who did fucked up shit, we also got some really cool shit from them. Too. Yeah, like my dad is so driven. His work ethic. So is, I'm wondering if that's not where you yeah, got those characters. His work from. ethic is second to none. He was a refugee from Morocco and then became like built an empire from nothing. Um, he's super generous, and whether I like it or not, or how our relationship was fucking twisted, he's always been there. Mm. bad or fucking good or toxic or how he dealt with life he's always there That's if amazing. i ever call him he's fucking there right how he's, he's gonna handle the situation whatever that's like shit but he's so he's huge, he's though. always there you know what i mean and yeah. so like i have to always look at like oh you were just and now i have this thing of like oh you're just me I have a fucking daughter. I have figuring it the fuck out the best I fucking can. And he was just figuring it out. 
right. the best he fucking could. And my mom was just figuring it out the best they fucking could. It's weird when you get to that age and you do it. And you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know anything special. I'm just here doing this and figuring it out. And, and, they my, were the same. and my dad and mom didn't have this podcast. They didn't have an outlet that they could be like, oh, let's look at the... Let's look at the things that are bad in our life that we could talk about as friends and like talk about. My dad never talked about emotions mm. or feelings or those things. And my mom didn't either. Yeah, this is kind of like us pausing and looking at shit. shit. Yeah. Like right now, we're, I'm looking at it. We all are. This is like the, the it's called satsang. It's like so important. And it's what's it called? Satsang is like a Sanskrit for a meeting of people that's speak in a spiritual level to like all they do is they just talk about human being a human the goods the bads the egos the loves and like being better as a community i think that's what's missing from our society it's the biggest thing yeah and it's like not missing here it's not missing it's not here, missing man. here and like i have like or so, or in aa well it was missing for uh you know 50 uh, 47 years yeah 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 you know and it's like me that's that's it's really important you're right not an aa either sorry yeah i mean for sure you know what i mean but i think anywhere that you could really but i think it's a thing it's a it's it's necessary like i feel like the podcast and why i've stuck with it because i don't get anything for doing the podcast but I like it because I feel like it's a healing space. Yeah. Dude, it's the most, um, like, when you asked me to do the podcast, I've needed it. I told you, I was like, I need it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, of course, I'll do your podcast. Like, I'll be a guest on your podcast. My thing is like, oh, I needed this conversation. And it's almost I like thought. you're talking with a larger, a larger tribe because you know there's other people that are going to hear it. I don't even, but the craziest thing is like, I needed the podcast. I'm yeah. not doing the podcast for, oh, other people are going to listen to this. I'm like, I need to speak with two individuals that actually kind of care about me as a human being. Yeah. And that will call me out if I'm talking shit and will be someone that will be, like lift you up when you're trying to work on yourself and have like a raw, authentic conversation. This mm-hmm. was nothing about whoever the fuck is listening to it. <laughs> whoever listens to it, good for yeah, them. This, this is like this a, is a like, space where we kind of work yeah. our shit out and like, um, like talk I, about our feelings. Yeah. And get honest, you know? I needed that space because like I think it's important. You know, or else I'll That's go, because, I'll go, yeah. I'll go into myself. What episode is this? And you know what they, they say is we can't really see ourselves, but in other people. So we yeah. reflect off of each other. Yeah. So it's like necessary to yeah. do this. And we, like, we can't, yeah. And to relate, like it's important and it's like very, it's, it's rare sometimes, you know, to find people who are truthful or authentic and like billy you are very truthful and honest and authentic so like me talking about something you're never like oh that sucks i never i don't know what that's like you know you're always (laughs) very like oh i know what that's like and that takes like someone else being honest with themselves and honest what they've gone through and like real connection because look i could go in meetings with people and have conversations with people and like they might be very uncomfortable with opening up. So they're mm. like, the conversation is so surface. We're not even going deep. We're not even going anywhere. And the exchange is very different. And that ex- it's not a good or a bad exchange. 
it's a very different exchange. But I think there's something so beautiful and something so special when two human beings or three human beings are able to really open up and just let it rip. And I think there's a lot of therapeutic and catharsis and connection. Like we just need it. We really need it's a need. Like you said, I need the pot. It's yeah. a need. We yeah. need that. It's it, it's so important, man. It's like that's why it was a bummer when the uh, Sermon on the Mount kind of dismantled because that was good. Dude, I was like really shaping up nicely there. Like <laughs> when, like when yeah. I had the Sermon in the Mount meeting, like I went to the jungle. I got back from the fucking jungle. COVID hit. I was fully single for like the first time in a really long time. And I was going to Sermon in the Mount meetings every single Monday. So like it was just constant, you know, like it it was just like you can't. It was hard for me to wake up after a Sermon in the Mount and be like, oh, and not think about the principles or think about the conversations and the rounding. And it's like, damn, I saw this thing today. It was like one times zero is like one or one times one is one. Right. But like one times, like it was like a multiple of like one times point zero zero one came out to like a much larger number based off of like the whole symbolic of it was if you just do a little bit, just like a tiny bit, it's just going to compound and multiply and multiply and multiply. And I really think that Sermon in the Mount meeting or things like that, like, yeah, one meeting maybe might do something, might light a trigger. But if you're just doing the small things constant, like if I did a Sermon in the Mount meeting for 10 years, I'm sure that fucking compounds. Like the conversations that I would think about or the quotes that I would think about or the words, how much that would come up in my everyday life. And then that would trigger conversation with someone else. It would just compound. Like it would compound your life. And we... Those things are so important and like, and it's so easy to not do them. It would, and it would build relationships because somehow when we get in this kind of group or that kind of group, we're more honest, we're yes. more revealing and, and yeah. Cause when I see someone being honest, it's inspiring. I'm like, dude, I need to get this out. You know, if I'm in a, a group of people, right. and if they and get like, vulnerable, you can I get also vulnerable. Do it. Like yeah. I could just be like, you know what? Like this is where I'm at. This is what I did. This is how I feel. And then you could start to heal, because a lot of the times, if I'm just thinking those thoughts, they're just in my brain. I could yeah. just fumble just them around, around, and I could around. twist them out. But when I get them out. Then it causes them to be real, and I think you can create awareness around them. And like we hold a lot of shame, and we hold like a lot of the problem. I think for me, or for a lot of people, to actually do some work is the shame around triggering it in the first place. Yeah, because you were there that night when yeah. it all went down too, and you and a few other people. We're just there, and it meant the world to me. Yeah, yeah, And I'm like, wait a minute, the, you know, I'm not whatever these people are calling yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was huge. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. And like staying and supporting me and yeah, talking really to me and important. hearing me. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. like that's the thing is like any type of shame will block off an open heart. Period. 
And like I think having a meeting or satsang or things like that, they they allow the heart to open and they allow people to like deal through things and go through the things. The heart to open, yeah. And they say the heart is a subconscious mind. Yeah. Which we're not even really, we don't really even exactly know what's going on in there. So no, absolutely. we just kind of like tease at it when we're talking and stuff. We know as much as we. We know as much as we know. Like, period. At any moment of my time. Like, if I ever... Like, I sometimes have to do this thing of, like, whether I... Like, someone will say something to me or, like, I'll I'll think of, like, some resentment or I'll be like, fuck this person or, like, say a snide remark. Whatever. i always be like, oh, everyone's just doing the best they can. That's what I forgave Astrid and my baby mama instantly it's like the jesus says they know not what they do i'm I don't, yeah. I'm not trying to get all on a high horse no, but yeah, they, yeah. they know not what they do they don't know yeah and neither do i and neither do i yeah like let's remember we know that not what we do like, we're like we're doing the best we can and like i how would i want someone to treat me if i fucked up and they clearly fucked up yeah but how how i would want someone to forgive yeah, me i'd want them to love me and forgive <laughs> yeah, me and, and call me, me out and be like and be like oh we're all doing the best but like okay so now i have to remember that when i think someone's like you know right like righteous self-righteousness is like a poison like thinking you know what is the right way yeah i believe so because i i've thought about this a lot i don't think it's possible for you to know what the right way is it's your way no way it's yeah. your way it's not yeah. the right way <laughs> and then i could talk about like how many things am i like we're talking about the hard times or the good times wow see that i gotta remember the hard times or the good times now if it went my way do you think i would be having these fucking hard times no way it would always be good times it'd be constant constant good times yeah. Should we pause this? I don't know, Pat. You want to... Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, because I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're good. I got to really take a leap. Yeah, take a piss. Do a piss break. Let's pause. Yeah. You do look all professional. He does look super pro. Were you doing something earlier? It just love makes it. me feel better about myself. Mm. I love it. When I, I love it. Okay, we're, we're speeding. I just really don't, Kelly. Thank you. It's like his own. It's a pretty dramatic change from neon green shorts and everything. This is like, it's like self-esteem for me a little bit. Yeah. I throw on a polo and... You feel good about the way you... slacks, I feel like I can coach a football team now. You're very important. Very important. Are we rolling right now? Yeah, we're speed. You enjoying this conversation? I have to just finish. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about violence. But that's still paused. No, is it? No, I see it. It's going. No, logic's going. Well, you got to tell oh. that, bro. I did. Wow, I did man. Know. I didn't know. Felix authority. 
Anyway, so you're. We just started. Uh, we had to take a pause because Pat's starving. <laughs> But he's eating now. You can see he's full of energy, but he's still eating. <laughs> we were we were talking about. You asked me, do I believe tribal communities have it better off? Yeah, because you were saying like, I, I, I feel sorry for myself, right? And then yeah. he was saying globally, like, y- you got it good, man. Yeah. And comparing to like the Untouchables, and mm-hmm. what did you say? Oh, like. Uh, like people in war and like people who are like are in the, the, the middle, middle east, east that are like and women getting like fucking murdered for just speaking up against a regime and like or beaten yeah and beaten and then you have like child refugees that are have like machine guns and they're killing off tr- like yeah you're you know you're a white dude in agora like it was have, in a swimming pool earlier yeah that was chilling in a <laughs> swimming pool so it's like i'm not i'm not bringing down ever everyone's problems is is important you know what i mean but i just think of like and then you asked me like do you believe those like societies that don't have time to talk about feelings they don't have time mm. to talk about emotions because they're fighting for their fucking lives survival, you know yeah. what i mean they're not like oh is my ego show up today like dude kill or be killed you know what i mean and it's like that and then you asked me do you think tribal communities have it better off and i'm gonna say yes I like, do believe uh, because tribal communities. But when we say that, we're talking about in the past because there's not really many tribal communities. There's still Mayans. There's still Aztec communities. There's still Mayan communities. There's still Maori communities. There's still indigenous Australian, like ab- they don't call them anymore, but, but Aboriginal they communities. They live in like the standard tribal. Yeah, thing? they live. Like there's a. In Australia, the whole middle of australia the outback you're not yeah. allowed to build on it because it belongs to the indigenous people yeah they still live in the tribes they still like they still live like that there's still tribal communities all it, around it, the world it hasn't changed we haven't influenced no. it because i know tribes were like only they they'd be about a certain amount of people per tribe mm-hmm. and this and that and but it's still there's still there's still i i would oh i would say it might be impossible for modern technology to have not infiltrated right. somewhere somewhere yeah. but there's still the cultures and i will believe like even if we can talk back in history like yes because what they believed in they believed in community they believed in the earth they believed in mother nature they believed in god they believed in helping one another they believed in that the community is only as strong as their weakest person they believed in real shit and all we do out here is just like bitch about what someone else isn't doing for us you know i heard a fact about them now that you mention it the aborigine i don't know if that's wrong to call them aborigines whatever whatever you call they like they were debating intelligence or all this sort of thing um and kind of assessing their culture and what I thought was really interesting is like they could read nature, like they could tell if it was going to rain. Mm-hmm. There's no sign of clouds, or mm-hmm. they could they could sense things about their surroundings that was imperative to their life back yeah. when they were living that way. That we are just completely oblivious, and I yeah. wish I could remember exactly what they were saying because it really gave me this insight, like. 
wow, these people are so in tune to the earth and nature because yeah. that's where they live, and they're really smart. They're just smart about that stuff. Yeah, because yeah, that we don't even really consider because we have a fucking phone telling us everything. Like we have a phone, we ask a phone everything. We don't we don't listen to the earth. Like yeah. they don't. They lived in the earth so they lived in nature so their nature became their communication system so like the way the birds chirp they know it's that they listen to the wind the soils the trees because they realize we're all one organism and like that's what i'm trying to say is like we're such separatists we've segregated every single person our first defense mechanism is for us to segregate segregate and not bring together and connect it's fucking insane like we just want to point the finger and then internet came and social media came and all we want to do is point the finger whether it's good or bad their life is better than my life they're fucking shitty i'm a good person it's just a constant mm. segregation of and our none life of us are good people and none of that. us are good people but we're just segregate we're just we're building a life of segregation, and I believe tribal communities built a life of connection. And like I truly believe that why I feel so connected to the Mayan people, why I have the Mayan tattoos, why I do the jungle stuff is like because I, I thirst for that connection, and I thirst for that work on yourself and to live with an open heart and to like really do the fucking work. Hey, and like come here on Thursday. I do truly, I do, I do truly believe it. And like, that's why I'm going to the jungle on like this month. And like, that's why I'm going to do that thing called the dark room. No, November. Next month. Next month. So next month I'm going to the jungle to sit. And then I'm going to this thing called the dark room. And the dark room is you sitting in pitch black for eight days in darkness. Where is this? This is in uh, this is in Saint Cristobal Mountains in Mexico, by Belize. Wow! And like I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit in pure darkness. You eat in the dark. You sleep in the fucking. And I'm talking pitch black. And you're alone, or is you're alone people? by yourself in a cell with eat? a bed. And you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, do and I'll eat? be there for eight days. This is what I mean. No, he says eat. You, they, so they feed you through a light deprecated box, and you grab the food, and you have to eat it in pitch darkness. See, uh, yeah. And I'm sitting there. Even f- that alone is going to be weird. But I'm just going gonna, 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 to opt for smoothies. I feel like you'll fucking freak out. Well, they will that. let you out if so, you go nuts. Right? I mean, what you're thinking is your fears of what you think. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I know Damn. I've done. Bro, I would fucking. You'd probably out. create worlds. I would do. So what they after like eight hours of that, I'd be like, yo. So they they believe like, look, you, it's 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 a forced meditation. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're looking in pure darkness. You can't see the hand in front of you. You can't see your feet. You but, can't but, see your anything. When you take a shit, I mean, you You're just got to hope. in the dark. You just hope that you got everything you when hope you clean you up. Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But, like, my thing is, like, there's nowhere to hide. And I like shit that there's nowhere to hide. And this, I think I'm going to be, I know. 
I'll be a different human being at the end of it. Well, you, you, I, I imagine, like knowing myself, I would definitely create like worlds um, for, based on whatever in my yeah, mind. For how long? I don't know what's past yeah, that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And like, or work some stuff out, you know? And like work out. Like when I went to the jungle and did that vision quest, that was five days. You know, like... I became the trees, you know, I became the plants. I became, I fucking went there. This is going to be eight days. So that was no drugs, no drugs. And this is no drugs. Okay. This is absolutely no drugs. Yeah, but you trip after before. No. For the dark room? No, No. I mean, didn't you do ayahuasca? I did peyote before the vision quest. But then when you're in the jungle, there's no food or water or drugs. Um, And then this is the dark room. This is absolutely no drugs. Before, before or after? No, before or after. There's nothing. You go in and like that is your drug. It's to sit in pure darkness and like I got some stuff to look at and I want to look at it. And instead of going on a vacation, do you vacation, think you're going to be able to do that? Look at it? No, or finish the eight days. Yeah. Unfortunately, you might be I have, able to, I have you're the most disciplined I people the, any of us know. I have that thing. I have that thing. And but you might, you might, I, I come might out crazy. not. I you might, might come out nuts. I might, <laughs> I might go crazy. But like, I had, I meditated today and I was scared. I thought about it and I got scared. And I was like, this is good. I haven't been scared in so long. Hmm. I haven't felt scared in so long. That I'm like, what am I scared of? What am I? What What am I scared? What do I? What do I not want to look at? What do I not want to feel? What am I scared at? Well, you might realize that you are a piece of shit. Yeah, like you're gonna like you're gonna look at some stuff. Whatever it is, my thing is like completely selfish, hedonistic sack of shit. You'll look at it. Cares nothing for anybody. Or I might figure out that I'm absolutely nothing to begin with. Or that you're pure love, yeah, and that it's all. I think all all encompassing. You never know, but my thing is that's why I asked Pat. Like, I didn't ask Pat as like a question for him. I was like saying as a rhetorical, maybe to a listeners. When's the last time you've sat? Right. Like when's the when's the last time we just sat with our feelings undisturbed? Does meditation count? Meditation fucking counts. But, like, I'm talking, like, a long burn. You know what I mean? Like, we have all these well, problems and issues that bother us. I don't think any of us sit. Mm-mm. I mean, I meditate, but I don't feel like that counts because I'm breathing. What type of meditation I'm, are you doing? I don't know. It's just yeah. well, not breathing. All, not all of them count. Because I, I do, like, a guided meditation where I'm listening to someone mm-hmm. on the, in, the okay. calm, in the Calm app. But that, yeah. that works. I don't listen, but but, to but I'm not just sitting with these with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, li- yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guided, guided. Yeah, I mean, look, I do mantra, right? So I I have a mantra. I and, sort of and all like and that. all my mantra is is that when I find myself, it wherever if whenever I become aware of that I've drifted off, I say my mantra. And my mantra puts me back into that space of meditating is not I'm meditating. Meditating is whatever is going to fucking come up, whatever that envision is going to come up. The weird thing that I would like 
love to talk about is like meditating is not absence of thought. I don't think that's even possible. Meditation is thought. Medi- like thoughts come up. Thoughts are things, but it's like, what are they? How do you attach to your thoughts? How do you look at your thoughts? It's just sitting. I don't care what you're doing or what's bringing you back. Yeah. And then the mantra or your breath. Some people like, but follow your breath. That's your mantra. You're just focusing on one thing, but your mind is going to go. And I and like that's what a lot of people think meditation is just what I'm I meditating. I'm in clear thinking of nothingness. And it's like uh, that's not possible. It's not possible. And maybe for some I don't think it is. You're though. building that muscle, though. Like, yeah, you're so not, I, I try to disturb my thoughts. Like when yeah. they start going one way, I try to break it. So yeah. That, so they can be more free or something. I don't fight them. It, when I have, like, now I don't fight my thoughts. Now when I'm in meditation or something, I'm like, why? I'm having those thoughts. But I, I need to go down the road of what it is. And all that. You don't try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when I hit the, that's when I hit the, that's when I say my mantra. Mm-hmm. When I'm going down of, like, what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. Am I going to eat? What What's up with these fucking plants? <laughs> like, did I, uh, fucking mantra. mantra, 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 until it goes off into the thing. But that's just a constant practice. That's an everyday thing. But this dark room, to me, it's like they believe after four days your body releases DMT naturally. And then you're, I still got many days in there. Uh, I, uh, <clears throat> Caleb, this thing just turned off right when I was about to speak. <laughs> uh, the camera. I-, I listened to this guy, Jeff Tripp, on the Calm app, and he calls it like a, a have like a home base. Mm. It could be like the sound of a fridge buzzing or like mm. a feeling, a sensation in your hands. Or We have to keep coming back to something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we let the thoughts come. We don't attach to them, and we keep coming back to the home base. That's it. Yeah, that's the you, mantra. You know that's but, but the home honestly, base. Honestly, this this app, Calm. Someone told me about it. My friend uh, Joel, who we've actually had on the podcast before, he has 19 years sober, and he was telling me, "Yo, you got to get this app because because the app, like, you know, you know that guy, uh, the Indian guy, um, Deepak. No, Sadhguru. No." Is he a guru? Um, no, he's like actually like a he's like big on like Facebook. He's like a he's like a big um, Jay Shetty. Yeah, you you know this guy, um, Jay Jay Shetty. This guy. Oh, I've seen You've him. Seen yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen him. She was an introvert working at a company that celebrated extroverts. Like he, you know, he's he's this like. He's, 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 dude, he's really, really a very, he's got a huge platform, you know? Mm-hmm. And he talks about this type of stuff. So him and this other guy, Je- I like Jeff Warren because I don't, I don't know. But like they all explain how to meditate mm-hmm. and they teach you what it, because like, I think that you're right. Like just sitting still with your eyes closed and breathing is meditating. Yes. But like when you have a home base and when you understand that there's like no wrong way to do it and just all the things that they explain and they help you just get better at it. Yeah. You know what I think is profound and to to speak on what we were talking about earlier, that these hard times are growing times. Mm. I 
you're supposed to meditate in AA. Mm. I didn't meditate for like 24 years, but mm. now I'm meditating mm. consistent. I've sort of got off a little bit, but I actually look forward to it now. Before mm. it was so hard, but now I, and I'm almost starting to suspect that there's some kind of healing space that when the mind goes into the stream of consciousness type of thought, that healing in the body. I don't really understand it. I can't prove it in any way whatsoever, but I have this inkling that that is where some real, not transaction, but like mixing with the divine or the whole in some kind of like molecular way or something. Yeah, that's how I feel. I want to like. I think so I want to do it more. How often do you do it? I do it forty minutes a day. I do twenty minutes in the morning, twenty minutes at night, so afternoon, and I, it's transcendental meditation. And like I call that trans. That's transcending. So like that's my point is to become on a level of energy and molecular structure where I'm just. If I can catch it for five seconds or ten seconds, that I just became nothingness, but bliss. That fucking 20 minutes was worth it. That fucking hours and hours and hours it took me to was worth it. Maybe not nothing, but part of the whole. Yes, the whole unit. Like not a separate. Exactly. And it and then it feels good. And it's yeah, like a weight off my shoulder. And it's like this thing, you know? And then you start... And but, you can go back to it during your day. Like yes. I was there. I, and I, and, that, and that, that affects your life. It affects how you say things. It affects how you think. It affects how you eat. It affects how you exercise. It aff- it just starts affecting things. And like, that's what I tell everyone. It's like, if we're able to create, if we have tools in our life that just create some type of awareness, just awareness, not healing, not the, just awareness of whatever changes your life 100%. Well, you need to start with the awareness. Awareness. Yeah. And like meditation creates fucking awareness and like that's it you know what i mean and then Mm. then you're on your own but if you once you have an awareness that takes us the veil you lifted the veil you have the awareness once you have the true awareness it's really hard to like turn it off if you're on the path of working on yourself or like trying to become a better human you know and then that's why i like to do these things because this is going to be fucking monstrous awareness. I don't mm. know what I'm going to be like when I come out of this thing. I don't even know who I'm going to be. And that scares me, but I'm like, great. Fuck, great. Because I don't want to you know be the gotta same thing. what we got to do is we've got to talk to you right when you get out. Right when I get back. I get back November 22nd. Okay. I get That's there right after November. Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, no, it's right before. Two days before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I leave. I, I get there on the 13th, come back on the 22nd. And then I'm in the jungle November 5th to the 8th. So I'm like, just November's going to be a little doozy for me. Mm. Yeah, we're going to get in there. But it, it it's... um, <clears throat> And you know what's brought me here is the hardship. It's the stuff in my life that wasn't working out. So what are we? Uh, what do we all think about uh, Kanye wearing the shirt that said "White Lives Matter"? <laughs> Did I you think hear it's about, funny. You heard about this? I saw it. You saw it. I saw it. I, I mean, it. look. I, I know it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, okay? Yeah. But like, it's 
it's what's happening in our in culture, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he he said mm-hmm. something, and like, you know, I just not to like shift gears, but I think that please, okay, it's been an hour yeah, and a half hear, talking about in, inward yeah. stuff. Let's get stupid for a second, okay? Because this, I think, will lead to some well, other stuff this, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, plus, I remember being on the podcast when I first found out about Black Lives Matter, and I'm like. You were doing this, and you're like, "Hey, everyone's doing this black screen. You got to do it." I'm like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Yeah. I remember specifically it was on the podcast. But go ahead. No, like it just it just brings up a lot of uh, I don't know. Like he's not dismissing that Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. as a black dude mm-hmm. as one of the leaders in like the black urban movement and culture, whatever a a hero, he's basically saying like, yo, like let's open our mind a little bit. I think maybe, I don't know. I I, I don't really know what he meant by that. His, his perspective has always been a bit different. Yeah. He just, maybe he just wants to be different. You know what I mean? And I think like, cool. I I think he wanted to be provocative. Yeah. And I think if you don't want to be provocative, why don't you just say all lives matter? But no, he wanted to be... But you get in trouble for saying that. No, not as much as you're going to get in trouble. He's getting in trouble for saying white lives matter. Well, you know what, It makes me feel good because I'm white, so that means I matter. Thank you, Kanye. No, you do matter. Everyone matters. (laughs) Everyone matters. But it's Mm. a provocative statement. Yeah, Yeah. but but I don't think it should be. Mm. And and I think that... I think that like saying that like a, a, a race matters, right? Yeah, should never be. It's all kind of silly. But like the fact yeah, that yeah. we're taking that as some negative yeah, thing is crazy. That's straight up racism. So that's not crazy. Matter. It's not crazy, right? Because there was a movement called Black Lives Matter. So he just took that and to be prov- that was a provocative movement, right? How, so how can I make this whole movement? so upset and make it more provocative or i could just say white lives matter when everyone knows the black lives matter was about the injustice of white people to black people right so he see i don't even know what it was he's taking the duality that's what it was it was that's what because i was thinking about that earlier today weird enough black lives matter because i remembered on the podcast when we first learned about it yeah and i knew we were going to do a podcast because you don't know about this and Right, he doesn't to, even know. To me, yeah, I was yeah. thinking Black Lives Matter stemmed from like ghettos where black people are killing black people and gangs and young young men. Yeah, and stuff like. But that's not where. No, that it was came about from. the injustices, and like that's why I was saying it was like Black Lives Matters as well, right? Because like there's white people getting murdered, there's white people getting killed by cops, there's white, but like Black Lives Matters as well, right? So it's Black Lives Matter. So I think it was just Kanye being provocative. Do I think he's going to have a, a reason why he did that? I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to have some type of intelligent conversation of why he did that. Or why does Kanye West have to like be on point all the time? Like He's an artist. He creates. He does all that stuff. But he could also say stupid shit, too. Like We all can. We right. all have the aspect of doing that. He and like, can. We, he can yeah. too. And like, I'm sure we're all human. And he's like, oh, he's just, he's at a level where he's a provocateur 
this some of them hit some of them don't hit and like okay cool cool but as if you understand that kanye west is a provocateur then you know okay cool whatever he's trying to do is always going to be provocative and that's what he's doing and this is just provocative he doesn't yo if there was no black lives matter movement he would never have a t-shirt that says white lives matter it's provocatory. It, for me, it's polar opposite. It's funny. It's that's what like, I'm saying. It's being provocative. Yeah. It's trying to arise. Yeah, like, but that's what yeah. artists do. It's right. just what artists do. There's a lot of provocative artists, Banksy or stuff like that. That like they post, they do art that's gonna get people to fucking notice, whether it's on point or not. That's his brain. That's his perspective. I respect his perspective. I, I think, I mean, not knowing anything, I think it's kind of cool because he's basically saying all lives matter. When he's, no, he's that, not. Well, that's what, it, that's what I get from He's not saying that. He's not saying that. He's saying white lives matter. Yeah, he's saying that because there's already black lives matter. So what about all the so other races? So now black lives matter and now white lives There's no other races? We got to say brown lives matter. We but need a shirt all, that says there's brown a, lives There's matter. a bunch of different races. <laughs> he's saying white lives matter. As a, a black man who's already, who's already rode for some very against-the-grain black culture movements. You know what I mean? Oh, he's always true. ran against them. That's true. And he's done that, and he's doing that now. And it's, it's it has Pat talking about it. It has a lot of people talking about it. So it worked, didn't it? It makes you think. He's a provocateur. Like... That's it. He's provoking thought. I, I, I don't think that's all there. I don't think that's it. I do. Okay, I think there's yeah. more to it than that. I think like I don't what? think that he's that. I don't think it's that simple for him. I think that there's a little. I think I. I, I mean, he's a fucking. I. I literally do think he's an artistic genius. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think that an artistic genius is only goal is to provoke people. There's more. I, and I said he's probably going to have an intelligent reason and a creative reason right. of his perspective of why he did it. But, like, not all art has to hit the mark. Right. Period. You know, he could still be an artistic genius and still... This one maybe do, was just a Barney. Do some Barney moves. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why those... We can't... Let's... This is great. This brings me to another thing I like to talk about. We're human fucking beings. And us having to segregate people into like two boxes, whether it's Republican or Democrat or black or white, like we're so multidimensional and we have to start looking at all of us like multidimensional. Well, I feel like that's what he's kind of doing by being the polar opposite. He's like, look, guys, like at least that's what starts going on in my mind. Yeah. Like he's just saying, look, everybody matters by saying that. Statement. But he's not. <laughs> I know the statement is yeah, yeah, very yeah. specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're saying like the theme or the intention behind it. I don't know him. I don't know what he's thinking. But I do want to be able to like say that I like free thinkers, and I think we need to all start having a little bit of free thought. And yeah, he might have missed the mark on it. But I'd rather have someone miss the fucking mark on shit than be a sheep and have to put people in the box. Oh, you think like this? Oh, you're anti-vax? You must be a Republican. Oh, you for vax? You must be a Democrat. No, I'm not. I'm a fucking human being. And I have mal- on my brain, and we're so complex 
let's be able to have so much different thoughts and agree and disagree on so many different levels and so many different perspectives as a human being instead of being like, oh, you're this, you must think like this, you're part of our team. We're like, what are you talking about? Like, we're, there's six billion people, six billion different unique thought perspectives, history, traumas, everything. And I think, like, okay, let's fucking look at that. And I, I, that's the one thing I hate about social media. And that's the one thing I don't like about as humans is we're se- we just know how to put someone in a box. We know how to segregate cult people and put them in a box that we fit our liking of what we think those people are. And then we can close our hearts to them. And we could be like, oh, no, that person's fucked up. Great. Let's just have them sit over there. Oh, they're a fucking Republican. Fuck them. You don't want to talk to them. They're silly. You know, it closes your heart because why we don't want to learn about someone. We just want to be right. And like that theme goes back to how you do one thing. You do everything. Segregating, putting people in a box, compartmentalizing people like that carries on in a bunch of different areas. And like, I think we just have to like be okay to be all different and have safe, fucked up things and not have a cancel culture and like try to get down to the real thought instead of fucking putting people in these fucking things. Yeah, but I think the trouble is the Republicans going to point at you and say, you're the fucking problem with this world. And we do the same. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah everyone <laughs> does the same. Which but is- they're going to feel that deeply with, with hatred because they know that you are the problem. Things would be different and better if people weren't like you. Great. And the explanation of that to me is like, imagine living with that in your heart. You know what my uncle said? This is so hilarious. So you know how we're having a water shortage here? Yes. And I don't know if he believes this, but this is what he says. He's an old guy, right? Mm -hmm. So he grew up in like the 50s and the 60s. Yeah. And it was a different world. So he says it's all the fucking foreigners are drinking our water. Yeah. And me and my cousin just laugh so much because it's that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no you sense. You can't drink that much water. Yeah. And But that's what he... <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because <clears throat> he he's in the belief that it's the foreigners are the problem. Maybe he's right. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But America has definitely changed since he was a kid, you know. So. Did you see this? Uh, Rick Klotz made a shirt for Fresh Drive. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, Rick Klotz made a shirt 15 years ago. He This is a Fresh Drive shirt that he made 15 years ago. Oh, my God. And he wrote, from 15 years ago, I guess it never gets old. And then this is the new one that he just made. Oh my god. Well, I can't see. <laughs> He's always like on the cutting edge yeah. of like <laughs> But like it, Kanye's life doesn't matter is what it says. Oh, and then the one that he made 15 years ago says Kanye is a whiny bitch. Yeah, he's always been just like a guy that's calling people out. But like all of it is just like doesn't matter. But it like does though. That's the thing. And like we need more people like, you know, Jordan Peterson or whoever that's out there like saying something that's mm-hmm. of value or Yeah, or yeah. Even like even like Gary Vee is like dope, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah, I just want to like. God, my fucking feed is just filled with like these girls, bro. This is just like it's everywhere, dude. That's your algorithm. Well, a lot of well, maybe it's just <laughs> what I see. That's your algorithm. That's what you look for. I don't. I don't understand what you mean, feed. What, well, what, what well, are you on TikTok? Well, when I go to the search, it's actually not giving me a ton of it right now for some reason. Are you on what 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 platform are you on? Instagram. Cool. Yeah, when I go to Instagram, it's just like the most insane bodies, girls mm. showing their ass and their mm-hmm. t- like a girl just like cooking, and her ass is just like, and it's just a shot of her like cooking. That's it, and yeah. with like some music. Or, Did you or, click on it? Um, I mean, I sometimes yeah, yeah, it works. Then so the algorithm works for you. Well, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing more enticing than. I think about that often. Why is that so compelling? It's so fucking compelling. Mm-hmm. Even to me, like, I'm not I'm not going out with any hot young girls with beautiful asses. That's not going to happen for me. You don't know that. Well, I'm 52 and I'm poor, so it's not going to happen. You don't know that, but yeah, keep it moving. Uh, <laughs> But it's still totally compelling. Like, yeah. I, I just, fuck. The woman's, the shape of a woman is like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, visually, it's one of the most pleasing things to look at. Yeah, for it's us. It's one of my favorite things to shoot. I'll tell you that much. That's crazy. I can't find a single one right now. Whoa. This Jordan Peterson quote, and if you think tough men are dangerous, wait till you see what weak men are capable of. Yeah, it's mm. true. I mean, it's That's just crazy. true. I don't. Wow. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. We Who said that? Jordan talking. Peterson? Yeah. What? We just need to be talking. We need to be speaking more to each other as all. Well. Men? Mm. Men. All of us. Yeah, all of us without like this thing we just need to be fucking talking we need to be opening up we need to be fucking talking to each other we need to be working shit out we need to be really building fucking an open line of not trying to be the fucking cool guy or not trying to like have your shit together or not trying like vulnerability i'm starting to learn is like much stronger than being the cool guy well, yeah. Yeah, being vulnerable yeah. is a fucking super. If you're vulnerable and you're open, you're fucking bulletproof. But when you're holding on to something you think that you should be, it's tiring, dude. And like you're always trying to defend yourself. Well, you're never going to live up to that thing. And you're you ha- always defensive. You're always defending who you are, who you think you are. Yeah, and, it's and, like, and then you never find out who you really are either. And it's, it's like you're com- you're confined. Jonathan Shaw said that on the podcast, vulnerability is my greatest strength. For sure. But I'm trying I, I, to and, understand and, that. And I think that, I, I can't remember if that was something that we were saying before he said that, but that's like the, that's like the mission statement for learning to lose. Yeah. It's on the bio. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just... Well, you know, I don't quite understand that. We should talk about that a little bit, but I want to say one thing, well, and I'm, I'm starting to learn it too as I get older because I am more vulnerable, and I have this thing where you know, I had... I'm like, anyways. And then 
I saw this old man on TikTok. I don't know. He was probably like 90. And this guy was talking to him and just asking him questions. And he said he was lonely. And it made me like, I think this is vulnerability. Like I used to look at old people and be like, uh, I just, mm-hmm. you know, you stay over there and I don't really want anything to do with you. But you got to imagine this guy, everybody he's ever known is already dead. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, what can you do to be less lonely? Like a young person would say, yeah. well, you got to do something about it. Yeah. He's like, well, it's a tough one. There's not a lot you can do. And you yeah. can see tears. And this was like genuine on TikTok. And I felt like mm. I understand that loneliness because what I've been through mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And But to think of it on that level, like they're actually dead. His yeah. wife or whoever, his brothers and sisters, yeah, even yeah. his kids, if they're still alive. Yeah. Well, his kids are probably still alive. If he even has kids, if he yeah. Has them. Well, like that's that's. I mean, what we can go down to the root of like why the fuck as a society are that's another thing from tribal communities to ours. Tribal communities, the oldest people are the wisest, and they're held right. in the highest esteem, and, and, and they, they, took they, care they teach of them. the most. And dude, they're not only taken care of; they're the fucking elders. They, they run it. They respect it and run it. And like, here we look at old people and be like, oh, you're old, you're out of touch, get out. Except for when you got too old, they put you on the ice. Yeah, well, that was the, that's, <laughs> that's the Alaskans, all right? But uh, like, that's anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, my thing, it's like, for sure, we, we, but we discard so it's, the elders. Yeah, it's really crazy. In, in our community, we yeah. don't listen to them. We think they're old and stupid. And I and was like, like repelled by them. I like yeah. looked at them and they were scary to Why? me. Why? Because I guess I was never around old people. I don't know. No, it's, yeah. I, I think we got to stop. We got to be like, oh, what do I think we have this also weird thing that like old people are like our family or parents or something like that or something and we think our parents are out of touch or something like that there's a lot of triggers there and things like that but there's a lot we could learn from or you might you need to be taught like we we say these tribal cultures they were taught they grew up as babies 100 percent revering these older folks older like they were the wise people and like and that is true mm -hmm. you cannot get wisdom any other way except by no experience yeah. They uh Osho said that. Osho says like uh you could get knowledge by reading, but wisdom is by experience. It's hard one. So what made you think of that when we were talking about vulnerability is your greatest strength? My heart really fills this man. Like I'm not repelled by his weird looks cuz he's old. Mm-hmm. I feel his heart and I understand like I could cry right now because it's it's a heart being lonely hurts, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's it's oh, hard. Oh, come on it's over, hard. bro! You can come over anytime. Let's watch a movie. Does that fix it? Maybe. Yeah, I should. I well, should we should over. watch uh, Raised by Wolves. Yeah, the new season. Well, I'm not trying to get sympathy. I'm when just, you said, when you said, does that fix it? Yeah, does it? I don't think so. I don't know if it does. But I, I, but I, but I do believe a lot in community, and I think sometimes when I go to Pat's, I do feel better. It does because I have communication and stuff like that. But like, I sleep alone tonight, so it's like, what as am soon I, what, as you get out of Pat's, well, yeah, your what, car, what am I, home. what am I doing? But to fill my around, own cup, being around people is important it for sure. Help. Community is just as important as filling up your own cup. 
Because yeah. if you fill up your own cup, you don't need anyone else to fill up your own cup. And all you have to do is give. But if we're in the point of our cup, we, so we want other people to fill up our cup, then we're trying to take. And, like, that's the basis of, like... But do you even know how to fill your cup? That's what you, you do the work. You think you know, but no. do you know? I no one know. knows, but what you're... I think it's not about knowing. It's about having the willingness and awareness to fucking try. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful trait in any human being. Is like, not about doing it right. It's just about, like, I want to try. How do you fill your cup? So retarded, but it's always a God thing. It's always a universal connection thing. Mm -hmm. And how do I do it? It's so silly. I go for a run, even if I don't want to go for a run. Great. I don't go look at the sexy girls on social media because I know that's just an, a, a distraction. Mm -hmm. It takes me away. It disconnects me from what I need. I floss my teeth. Yeah. Uh, I go to the gym. Every time I go to the gym and I finish... I really sincerely go like, I can't believe I just did that. So mm -hmm. much fucking effort. Yeah. I can't believe I dragged myself there after work, went and worked out, and sat in the hot sauna. It was like shocking hey. to me. Where? At 24-Hour Fitness. Hot sauna. It's hot. It's like 180 degrees. Do they have a cold plunge? No. I take a cold shower after, but it doesn't yeah. even feel cold. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, um, what else? Like, I pray, I meditate. We never meditated. You're meditating and I'm meditating. That's why I'm thinking his theory of the growth happens during the hard times. I never would be doing that. No. What about like being in the book? I read the book in the morning before I meditate. What about yeah, like all those little things? What about step work? They're always yeah. talking about that in meetings. Like yeah, I but always think are we not? Are we? Are maybe we working the steps by living in the day using the principles? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that's enough. But I'm feeling more like I've been feeling a lot lately. Like I need to like be like taking someone through the steps. You know. Hi. You know, like I need to like go out and frantically find a sponsee. Oh, yeah, I think you not should. Not one of these fuckers. She's not a Not fucker. these 20 people in this house. Because <laughs> like, I'm so busy doing other stuff. Like, we've, I, I, I go to meetings still, but I'm like, not like to carve out time out of like my already really busy day to work with someone new is like, I got to really like, it, it, that would be. Extreme willingness. Is I mean, look, I've gotten some numbers. I guess what it is is like such a small percentage of people are serious. Yeah. Is that filling Almost your own cup? That's what they say. To get to fill your own cup, you get you become a sponsor. Like having a sponsee and taking someone else through mm -hmm. the steps, helping others is helping yourself. What does it say? It's vital. It's it's what For we do. Yeah, it's part like of it. Like one of the ways like you he's gotta talking keep about doing meditation, your shit. meditation, yeah, exercise. Helping others. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Those are so for things. us, helping others is directly like we have a we have like a very clear path to do that. Yeah, yeah. What like uh Maharaji said was like the path to enlightenment, help others. So so for us <laughs> like it's so simple, help others feed others. So other monks. Okay, so too. for us, wow, what that looks like is taking someone yeah. else 
through the book sponsoring someone. Yeah. And I have 17 years. Like, I should have Our a primary bunch of purpose is to carry the message. So, however, you do that, if it's mm-hmm. speaking at okay. meetings or sponsor. Well, I'm fucking carrying that message. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking carrying it to more people than anyone I know. Because of the amount of people in here? Oh, because well, of the online Everything. Stuff? All of it. I, 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 there's never been a person that's more known for recovery stuff. Ever. I just thought of Donald Trump when you said that. <laughs> Why? Because he always says... I'm not saying that. I'm just. I, I know it sounds kind of like There's whatever. No, no one in the history. I get recognized ever on the street ever caring. as the guy who has. I've never said you didn't. Yeah, and is like helping people get sober. Yeah. Because of the nature of sobriety mm-hmm. and the anonymity of it. There's never ever been anyone who's been popular mm. for no, that. No, no, I get it. I'm just. I'm literally the first of. Anybody. Which which. Social media I, it scares me sometimes because it's sometimes I wonder if that's like okay because I think there are some people that don't think it's okay. There are definitely people that don't think it's okay. But I'm not trying to like expose the program. Yeah. All I'm trying to do is expose sobriety and vulnerability and these principles that I've learned to live by. I'm trying to talk about that stuff. Yeah. So I am carrying. Uh, what does it say? My primary purpose is to help another alcoholic, right? Well, yeah, to carry it says that, and then it do. says later to carry them. See, I'm, that's I, where I, I get fucked quoter. up. I'm not a okay, good if my primary purpose is to carry this message to another alcoholic, how am I not going to do that on social media? If that's what you're doing. I don't know if they wrote those principles with social media. They didn't. So they I don't think they could even conceive so, what so that is. So, but think about that. And I, I, I've mentioned that to some people Just before. We, we change, we grow, we progress. Yeah. It, it's not press, radio, and films. Yeah, it, it's really not. It's 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 your own personal story. Yeah, like you're. It's literally called your story. Mm. When yeah. you post something to your feed, yeah, or your yeah, story. Yeah, it's yeah. like my. This is me, and now I'm I'm sharing my truth to people that want to listen. Mm-hmm. It's not press. It's not media. It's not films. It's not radio. Yeah. But it is casting a wide net. A lot yeah. of people are going to hear it. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of people hated Howard Stern. Yeah, but this is like... I know, I hear what you're saying. So, a, lot, so is, a lot of people hated the outlier until that outlier created a new normal. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I just... Is this enough? Is that enough? To fill your own well, cup? My personal no. thought is you should be. No, I'm probably- saying I also work out and meditate and do that stuff too. But I'm saying, as far as helping others, am I doing enough? Fuck, I would say yeah, doing a I would say you're doing fine until an actual sponsee comes along one day and you can help yeah, somebody yeah, through yeah. the steps. But yeah. I don't need to think you need to actively find one and like. Right. But that's just me. So. Well, I mean, you are my sponsor, so I'm asking you. I think you could still be working on step eight and nine. Okay. Yeah. I think there's a few amends out there you could do. They're going to be toughies. But. Let's do it. Yeah, like but what? they're going to be hard ones. And I've already mentioned them to you. You're like, I don't owe that full amends. Who? Like Gus. Like Gus. Uh, motherfucker. <laughs> See? Hate in the heart. You have a part. Maybe he's got a way bigger part. 
So like while we're going through, I think that might be one for after the okay thing is over. But I'm just saying he's because I've a- been advised to not even reach out to him. But I would be down to. I, I, I think that. All I'm saying is I don't even know where I have I a few say. to do and I know yeah I know and it, that's why it takes soul searching like this motherfucker are you kidding me but you I, I finding think, but, your but part he's even like said he's not even mad at me he's more so mad at my dad like my dad is really the one that blew all that up so it'd be easier for you to make amends yeah, I would love to if I knew what to yeah. say sorry for. Sorry that my dad... Sorry I allowed my dad to get involved the way that I did. Possibly. Because your dad like, does get involved with shit and it does get Yeah, crazy. but that's just because that's... You know, I need I needed them. All you're doing is you're searching for things that you allow or don't allow or do. Right. Okay, what else? That could be better. Uh, well, Veronica is always a candidate because we're always the person yeah. we live with. We're always so that one I can do. Yeah, let's run it. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe even your dad or Martha. I don't know. I yeah. mean, you have to. You have to. We know what they are. Like you probably know the five people in your heart who you really need to. You'd really like to fix some things yeah yeah um yeah and i do i have a handful and i'm stalling on most of them but oh my god i've dude. at least written them this down it is so gnarly it's like those people that like abandoned me yeah all of them like i have to make an amends to them mm-hmm you well, all I'm saying is you play a part. We, well, we and need to. We you, need everyone to, plays a part. If well, you see your part, we that need to helps like you get into that. I would like to. You know, the one I feel saddest about. I mean, because I don't really know them all that well, but I feel bad about Rudy. Like, not that she didn't fuck everybody. You know, like she didn't cause problems. I don't know why. I just feel a little sadness because she was such a part of everything. I know, and man. now she's gone. It's I like feel so sad about her too. And like Wickham too. Yeah. You know, the Rudy one, I, I think really, you know, we may have, we may have overstepped, but we're just, but her issues with the relationships is just... Well, look at this. Like, you don't really know what your part is, right? Like, your part might be giving people too much responsibility. Like, you're the arbitrator of... Mm. Like, they may not be able to hand say no or even know what their mm-hmm. boundaries are. Yeah, but they need to be able to. Well, that's their part. Your part is maybe... Just look at the possibilities. Things that... You know, yeah. you're not a perfect person, so I'm sure you've done some things wrong. I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You That's- always got to look at it. No, but this is like step nine. The steps are like you start with the resentment. So like I'm resentful at Rudy for stabbing me in my fucking face. Hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And then you do a four column on that. Mm-hmm. You go, you, you, what it ends up, what you end up realizing is how you were basically responsible for that. Yeah. And then you keep, and then you see that it was either your ego or your pride that caused you to do whatever. And then you ask God to remove that. And then you go and you make amends to this person. You say, I'm sorry that I let my ego and my pride, you know, cause you to do. Are you sleeping, Caleb? That's not exactly how it goes. Well, okay. Well, why don't you refine it then? What do you mean that's not exactly how it goes? That is how it goes. The fourth step, sometimes somebody you have a resentment on will end up on your eighth step, the list of people that you owe amends to. But you may have hurt somebody you don't resent at all, and they may never end up on your fourth step. And also, it's about rectifying and having the best possible relationships with everybody. Yeah, but I actually... It's not about saying How would somebody end up on your amends without a resentment? Yeah, okay, I see that. Because you did something fucked up, but you don't resent them. Right. You. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to outline the steps. Yeah. With someone that's on the fourth, you see your part, you ask God to remove that from you and you're willing to like, let go of all those character defects. That's the problem is we have to be willing to like, have God remove this selfishness and self-centeredness, which is really hard because you want to look good. You want to, you want to be selfish and yeah, you yeah, do need yeah, to be yeah. selfish. It can even go further degree. than that. And then, hold on. Okay. And Sorry. then <laughs> we apologize to that person for whatever we thought we were resentful at, which we realized we played a part in. And we apologize for that. Right? I stopped listening. Sorry. Go. Forget. Bro, it's really simple. I'm mad at you. Yeah. I see my part. I yeah. ask God to remove that thing that caused me to do that. Yeah. And then you fucking say sorry for your part. And then you just keep doing that every day. Rinse and repeat. And then you show someone else how to do it. That's those that's well, the steps. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the steps. It's is it not that complicated, but before you do that, you have to find a power. Well, and you have to be willing to let that God and that power yeah. take all of you and give everything up to that. It's a little more detailed too. Right? Like, hey, bro, don't worry, dog. God's got your back, bro. You're not gonna go to jail. I mean, you think you're gonna go to jail? I don't know what to think. You're not gonna go to jail. I promise you. What? Well, you got a fucking a, a, a gang behind you. Um, you're going to be fine. I guarantee you. We've seen this before, bro. We've seen people. Go, I saw someone go to court with fucking. He had like five cases of like assault on a police officer. You got a couple DUI warrants for your DUI? One? Why? What's wrong with you right now? You're just tripping. I have a habit of turning off my emotions when they become too overwhelming. Well, bro, you got one. You're going to be fine. You're dealing with this. Don't trip, bro. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Thank you, man. Well, I can't wait to see you after tomorrow. Great, man. All right, you too.
Yeah, he's going to um, he's having court. Hard, he's having a hard time. He's going he's to court fine. tomorrow. Yeah. The house is going to take him. We, we're going to show up with like like 10 people like yeah. at the courthouse. Yeah, yeah. he's got to keep his emotions on. Yeah, that was crazy. He says he turns off his emotions he's when like things dead get man. overwhelming. Yeah, he's kind of a funny story. He was living with me. And he was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> That's and Taylor's now he's here. friend. I don't know anything. Yeah. That's Taylor's friend. Oh wow. She he grew up with Taylor. Oh shit. And that's why he's here. Okay. It's crazy. Um, but I just wanted to say, like, you're doing the quick version and I get it. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot yeah. more to that. And also sometimes, like you said, the willingness, sometimes the willingness takes Okay, here's what it feels like to sometimes break through. I'm gonna die. That's the feeling mm-hmm. you get, like, because we have constructed this paradigm of who we are and who the world is and how it all works. And to see our part and what we're actually doing, sometimes, like, tumbles the whole building down. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to do. And so when you get to the ninth step, and you really turn over every rock to see where, how we acted, how we were wrong. God help me to see things differently. What is the truth? I mean, every time we do this shit, mm-hmm. it's not easy shit. It's no. not, we talk about it like cavalier, but yeah. it's really difficult to actually like have an insight and then act on it, like yeah. you say. Because yeah. it requires complete change, of yeah, yeah. restructuring of everything. Why, That's it. No, and so I think the ninth step is a big deal because we actually go to a person that's identified the best we can with a sponsor too, gone over it. Here's what I I did wrong. And it's not about I'm sorry. It's about how can I fix our relationship so we can have the best possible relationship. Yeah. How, How do you, well, like what helps you from like once you make an amends and you say you're sorry... From repeating the pattern. Well, for one, you ask them, like, do you have anything to say about this? And they'll yeah. give you insight, and you'll be like, oh, I didn't even consider that. Wickham, oh, did, Wickham did that. He, he asked me. He's like, is there anything I can do to make this right? And I told him. And the next day, he fucking, he yeah. said, fuck you. I hate mm. you. <laughs> I, I have no clue what happened with y'all. No, I mean, this was this was the first time. Oh uh, yeah, okay. He, this was on the pod. I mean, we I think we probably talked about it on the podcast. So you do you do remember this was the first time. But that's just funny because like you're supposed to be like re- willing because the second this recent time were you it, real hard on him? Or? This recent time he wasn't even sober. Like I don't even know if you remember that he was like at one point in time sober, like working steps. Yeah, I honestly by that. living with him, he was sober, like with a sponsor and everything. Oh wow! No, I've only known him as like, which is ironic because as soon as he started working here, like he wasn't sober anymore. By right? by living with him, I kind of think he's an alcoholic, right? Yeah, because he would have I would see his empty cans a lot. Like I think he was drinking maybe every night. Oh really? Yeah, he had Whoa. a whole little bar. I didn't know room. he drank like that. Yeah, so I, I mean I, that's the weird thing about like alcoholics is um, if you at any point in time had to get sober and get a sponsor, or even there was an intervention ran on you, like Tim, for example, it, the, 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 
you know how rare it is that you're not an alcoholic if that happens. So Nate and Wickham both were like sober for like a long time. Did the steps. They were in AA, right? That's where I met both of them. So I thought you met Nate at Starbucks. Yeah, but I, I knew him through AA oh, also. Okay. And I heard they both just recently got fired from network. What's network? Can you believe oh, that they fucking company? left me and went to work for Aaron? Yes. I know. And I called Aaron I on can. it. I'm like, bro, that's so off. I can. Dude. I can. I can. But is that ethically like not chill? I mean, they're free. They're like, I mean, I don't know. You you grew you went to school with I Nate, feel like I would Aaron? at least call someone. I feel like I would at least call I, someone. I've known Aaron since I was eleven. I feel like I would at least call someone and be like, yo, I'm gonna hire your main guy. Well, Is that like cool? one thing I I mean I <laughs> sometimes you gotta understand people aren't gonna live the life the way you will. No, I know, but I can at least, but I can but I can at least make a judgment, a call on what I think about that situation. Yeah, you have a, every reason to feel however you want to feel about it. But, yeah, so they both got let go for working on their clothing line that they while want to start while, at, while on the job. Well, it's obvious both of them have so much growth or wisdom or something. Like, I can see myself in them, which is not a good, that's not a good sign. Like, it's a hard world, you know. It's hard growing up. How old up. are they? In their twenties, but but wait, what were you just saying that made me start talking about that? Um, he was drinking when he was living with me. No, before that. About making things right, having the best possible relationships. Just talking about the amends. Yeah. Oh, the breaking down and restructuring every time you have a new insight and you act on it? Oh, the 10th step. You said, how do you make sure that you don't oh, yeah, the keep doing the that? Pattern, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what made me think of that is like we do the 10th step is Daily. something you do every night upon whatever at the end of your day you 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 reflect on your day and you see where you were wrong and where you were afraid and what what mm. what, what needs attention and and that's what you that's what a 10 step is that's a and, really good step and, and that's basically like all the steps every night and then 11th step is met prayer and meditation mm. and the 12th step is helping others is taking everyone someone else through that process yeah, that ten step is pretty important. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. The ten step is the most important. I um, think I naturally that's meditation just do it. for me. But like the ten step is like, yeah, where, daily. where in this day did I yeah. completely fuck it, or even just a little bit? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, no, I think that like I definitely have created a pattern where it's almost I, just built in. Yeah, we just automatically are thinking about where we were wrong or dishonest or what did i pack into the stream of life today it says and it also i think you're supposed to look at the good things too like yeah. what did i do right yeah so it's not all negative yeah yeah of course is that a 10 step or it's on the fourth for sure i don't know really i gotta go to the bathroom. yeah because you get so morbid it kind of says also yeah that- D- dda is a trip you're you're because you're like such a perfect candidate for like this like you're basically doing all this yeah 
already, like, but not having the alcoholic, like, you weren't led to this for the same reasons that we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. But I still understand the mind. Yeah, right. Like, that, that, that's, like, my thing. It's, like, that's what I was saying before. It's, like, just because my outlet is not alcohol or drugs... You have outlets. Doesn't yeah. mean I don't have outlets of other places. And that's why I think it's so weird that, like, a lot of the community or society takes an alcoholic or drug addict and be like, whoa, they have issues I definitely don't have. They're a drug addict or an alcoholic. Where it's like, no, they have the same exact issues. Your issues are just, like, okay, but society. Right. And so you think you're cool. But you have the same issues right. as an alcoholic or drug addict. But that drug addict is like, if I take alcohol or drugs, I'm going to fucking die. Well, we're, we're, we're just using drugs and alcohol yeah. to, to, to fix those issues. So, we, so you guys do the work where these other people have the same issues. It's accepted. They don't do the work. Sometimes, yeah. And it's tough. Yeah, that's a really good clip, it, John. It's so important. It's just like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? If I, I think every single human can take AA and take the steps and apply it to their life and probably fucking change their life. And this is coming from someone who probably, yeah. regularly does hallucinogenics and is not sober yeah. and is not an alcoholic. Regularly? Yeah. And it's like, and like I just have different vices. You know what I mean? Like I have different outlets of where that stuff applies to me, but I think it applies to to everyone. You know what I mean? I think like yes, don't use. Great. But like what you guys do in the steps that you do in the inventory and in the work that you do to make sure you don't use, you could take that for every neurosis that any human being has. I'm selfish. I'm a fucking liar. I have, I'm a liar, right? Or I'm insecure. I'm a liar. Let me look at why I'm a liar. Well, that's that why you're there's doing so many, the steps to make sure what? That's why I don't lie. That's why there's so many different, like, um, isn't there like 200 different 12 step programs or something? There's yeah. emotions anonymous. Mm. There's all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're all in a non, we all belong in a crew. That's why it's so You know weird. what I mean? Like we all belong in a crew, whether it's drugs, alcohol, neurosis, emotions, whatever. But you know what I mean? Minute. Sex. Are you still microdosing? Yes. Like daily? Five day, uh, four days a week. How long have you been doing it now? <sighs> Three years? Three years, Consistent? but I have breaks. No, I take oh. like I take uh, tolerance breaks and stuff like that. And when I what I what's have you ever tried Alpha Brain? Yeah, dude, I love that stuff. Yeah, I think I actually have. Some I here. I've been taking Alpha Brain. Yeah. It's like I don't know if I need to microdose. Hmm. Like wow. this stuff locks me in. I wonder if you stopped microdosing. For like an extended period of time, if it would be like good, like a really extended period of time, yeah. I, just, I wonder if that would be good. And sometimes I wonder if I stop microdosing, would it even? It, oh, I sometimes I ask myself if microdosing does it even make a difference. You don't because feel it? Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, I am the same human. 
And I don't microdose on those days. So you do such a small amount, you're not even really sure if it's no, having an effect? No, and my tolerance mm. of psychedelics is well, so is it, high. Is it LST? No, it's psilocybin. Okay. But my tolerance is so high for that stuff. So it's yeah. like now it's like almost going back to Pat's thing is like, is it irrelevant? Probably at this moment. Well, I'm not you know saying that? if it's irrelevant. No, I'm just, for me. No, I'm wondering if you just stopped for a while, if there would be like some growth or something that would maybe happen. Mm. I don't know, or yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Like, because you've probably unlocked so many doors because of it. Yeah. And now it's like the doors are open. So yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, am I just like. <laughs> It doesn't even do isn't even doing anything you know mm. what i mean like that's a good question to look at and a good thing to do and like the reason i'm so stoked about that dark room stuff and like i was so is like it's sober right it has nothing to do with drugs you're not allowed to do anything you're not allowed to do any mind altering thing and it's like oh you know like gurus and yogis in the temples that sat in the dark they don't believe in drugs they don't believe in plant medicine. They don't believe in stuff because they believe your mind can take you there without it. And I'm like, oh, maybe I just can maybe start building that muscle. I'm hu- obviously a huge advocate of plant medicine. I think it's a wonderful tool if you're able to use that stuff. But I also am not naive to the fact that there's probably so many different alternatives that has no substance. There's people in AA who use the plant medicine too. Yeah, I mean, they say they're sober. I vi- and they I, use it. I, I they use it ceremonial. All. Yeah, yeah. I met a lot of them. They're not doing it recreationally or whatever. Yeah, for sure, ceremonial. And like, there's a weird, there's a weird line with that stuff. You know what I mean? Right now, it's like I, for I, sure, I, I, for I, sure. I, yeah, it's a- I definitely would um, make sure that nobody just does that. I think that you got to be really careful. I don't I think see you got to have 10 years and then, then maybe you can yeah, like, don't even, think yeah. about it. don't even think about it unless you have 10 years. We have to end it. Cool. Um, um Hey, I, so after your thing, after your eight day thing, you should come on. No, I was asking, can I come on to yeah. be continued? Cause I'm going to have to, I'm going to need someone to talk to hundred yeah, percent. It'll be interesting. Part one. Like I'm yeah. going to fuck my reality is going to be a little bonkers. For we'll me, have DDA on after this. Can I film you coming in? 